Hi guys, welcome to the Sweet Talk Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything. In today's episode, I have my best friend here, and we dive into the world of spirituality and religion. So let's get into it. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hi. How are you? How are you? Do you believe in magic? Do I believe in magic? Yeah. Like, what kind of magic? Um, I don't know. Like, weird magic. Honestly? Like, psychics and stuff. Um, yes. Do you think it's like a craft, or do you think it's like a weird spiritual? I don't know. I have a lot of different opinions on it, because... I don't... I don't know. It's just a really complicated thing. I do believe in magic, but some things... I don't, I'm not educated on that. Some people are like hardcore into it. The thing is, is that, okay, so I was on my TikTok. Okay. And you know how TikTok has the algorithm, right? Yeah. And honestly, it's really good. I feel like. It's weird. Like the, like. I feel like it calculates how long your attention span is. On certain. On certain topics. Seconds too. Like, like, oh, on this topic, she actually watched the entire TikTok. Yeah. So maybe we'll recommend her more things. Uh on this subject right so i don't know how or what happened because sometimes uh as i'm washing my face i'm watching tiktoks and sometimes since my hands are wet i can't touch my phone so sometimes i can't keep scrolling right Right. because my hands are wet so i think that's what happened and i accidentally stayed on this weird tiktok on my for you page where it's talking about magic and ever since then lots of weird magic witchcraft kind of Things have started to pop up on my on my for you page and sometimes i do watch them but this world is so or that the magic world is so much more i guess complicated than or complicated than i first thought it was Mm -hmm. they talk about weird little creatures that come up to you i think i heard of a creature called a fae yeah something like that and i just i don't understand it yeah so a part of me does but i'm not too sure if they mean like entities or i don't know what it is yeah right so do i believe in magic do i believe magic is real partially mm-hmm. now do i know anything about it no i don't i do believe in psychics but i feel like that's a whole other mind subject yeah than like the a- world of magic because when you talk about magic, I honestly, what comes to mind for me at least is witchcraft, voodoo, kind of brujeria things. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know where I stand on that, to be honest. I, for me, um, I grew up as a Christian. And although right now I'm not really a Christian anymore, I still have a fear inside of me that yeah. was instilled Mm-hmm. As, you know, I was growing up. Like, my mom always told me to stay away from brujeria and witchcraft and all that stuff. So now, even though I'm not a Christian, that still stays with me. Like, that little irrational little fear. I don't know if it's irrational to begin with. I don't know. Maybe it is something to actually fear. Mm-hmm. But I try to stay away from it as much as possible because of what my parents taught me. You yeah. know what I mean? So, for me, it's like, if you don't understand it, or if it's too complicated for you to understand it, <laughs> don't then don't try it. to. Yeah. I remember that there uh, there was this one party that I went to, and they had a Ouija board, and I just jetted. Exactly. It's like, nah, I'm good, dude. <laughs> because uh, nah. I'm not necessarily a Christian, but I do believe in spirits. Yeah. Like. Good spirits, mm-hmm. bad spirits. Mm-hmm. And it's really weird. How can I... I do believe that there is, like, a higher power, right? I don't know if it's God. I don't know if it's the universe. I don't know what it is. There's something. There's something. There are some things that I have seen, especially in church, that I could not explain to anybody unless if you've been to a Pentecostal church. Mm. (laughs) Nobody, like, (laughs) I feel like when you talk about things like speaking in tongues or, like, the way people literally, like, faint... Like, they're worshiping God so strongly and they feel God's presence that they literally, like, fall down to the ground. Mm -hmm. I feel like most people 
wouldn't understand that unless if you've ever been to a Pentecostal church. Not even a Catholic church. It has to be, like, a Pentecostal. Yeah. Like, genuinely, it's such a hard thing to explain to people. And I understand how some people are very closed off and they're atheists. You know, at one point, I was an atheist, too. Yeah. You know? There's, like, different types of atheists, too, where they're just yeah. assholes. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, I used, to, I used to be an atheist and I was an asshole. But a part of me is, like, maybe I was just angry at church. Yeah. Angry at God. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Uh, now, I'm more open-minded. We vibing with God. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in a higher power. I believe that churches spread a positive message, depending on yeah. what church you go to, obviously, and oh, yeah. who, who's, who, who's, who's preaching. Yeah. But for the most part, I think the church's job is, you know, to serve the community and do their spiritual job, right? So... You know, now I don't hate it as much and I've become a lot more open-minded. But the thing is, is that as I was growing up and going to church, um, there are some things that I genuinely couldn't explain to people because they wouldn't understand. And yeah. that's not like something... Like you had to be there at that that's moment. That's something that logic couldn't explain or science, you know? I do believe in science. It's just that there are some things that are just... You can't explain I it. can't explain them nobody understands them it's just really complicated so i do believe in spirits i try to stay away from things like witchcraft i try to i would never want to mess with the ouija board because that's the whole other yeah like realm in itself if again like if i if it sounds a little too complicated to try or to learn about i don't want to know it yeah you know uh i don't want to get sucked into a world where i accidentally end up doing something that hurts me you know what i mean or having something that follows you exactly because i honestly do believe that heck yeah like poltergeist and stuff i believe in all that stuff it's really weird and when it comes to like spirituality it's really it's a really complex topic because again i grew up in the church and i didn't just go to church you slept at church i grew up in the church (laughs) my grandpa was a pastor Mm -hmm. my parents were heavily involved in the church doing things with the youth and kids my mom used to be a sunday school teacher well she still is Mm -hmm. but i went to church not only once a week i went probably about three times a week up until i was 16 Mm -hmm. you know so i literally grew up in the church i was there a lot right so i know a lot about the bible do i know everything in the bible no Mm -mm. am i like i don't know i i just know more than the average joe i guess but i don't know it's it's really weird now because i don't like to close myself off to the idea of a god but i don't want to open doors for negative things things that can yeah. follow me stuff like that yeah so it's really weird it's like i don't know i get you it's like you you, you have um you, you you want to know that there's something there but you want to completely close out that connection for bad things to happen yeah and for me it's like if god exists and the devil exists yeah duh right if angels exist demons exist there's good spirits there's bad spirits exactly so if there are good spirits there are bad spirits and although i welcome anything good in my life i don't want to open doors for something that could potentially be bad for example a ouija board right yeah so you could talk to you could talk to a good ghost (laughs) or but i don't want to take the chance that it's gonna be bad yeah or that it's gonna invite things into my home there was this uh this older guy that i Oh, I I went to a Bible camp for like a month, and uh, there's this one guy that did witchcraft. At Bible camp? No, 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 not he didn't do it at Bible camp, but he used to do it. But he was like an like. He was a, a newly converted Christian, or what? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he he found God. He it's because he was kind of like raised in the church, but he was like, yeah, like. He turned away from it. He yeah. went the other extreme. Yeah, like, F God, like, I, I don't need this or whatever. I feel like that's really common for people who grew up in the church, not went to church. People who grew up in the church. Yeah. I feel like it's really common for you to, at some point in your life, start to hate it. True. Because, for me, it's really complicated because I, I wasn't, I didn't go to the extreme of, like, doing witchcraft or, like, stuff like that. But I did, at some point, become an atheist because I just didn't 
I don't know. There was just a part of me that was really angry and resented the church for everything it had. Honestly, it didn't do anything bad to me. Sure. It was just the fact that I really felt as if the church took away my childhood. Yeah. The fact that Certain I couldn't hang out with my time. friends. Yeah. I had to go to church. I had to literally live my entire life around that. You know, that was the one thing that couldn't move. The same way that, you know, your parents treat school, my parents treated church. Like, you're gonna go. Mm-hmm. You know? So... I was I really resented it and I also resented the fact that my parents closed me off to a lot of things because they were Christian. Like they wouldn't let me listen to secular music because they told me if it doesn't worship God then it worships the devil, which honestly is not true. There nope. are some things that just <laughs> They're just songs. They're just songs about love. Like <laughs> most songs I feel like are about love, breakup or some breakups or something. You know what yeah. I mean? That's not good or bad. That's just singing about life, you know? Mhm. So I really resented the church, religion, not and my partially my parents. Not really my parents because I knew that they were doing it with good intentions. Yeah, I remember th- my uh, remember my grandma in law. She didn't want me. She she saw me with a monster, and she a saw monster a monster energy drink. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she saw me with the monster energy drink, and she gave me like so much shit for it, and I was like, you know, like I had it because at the time I was just kind of like. I was just the. It's just a monster. Just a monster drink. Doesn't drink. matter. I'm in. I'm a Doesn't fresh, matter why you had it. I'm a freshman in high school, and I just think that sugar is awesome. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so but she 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 was like, no, you shouldn't be drinking those. And I was like, it, it's why? It has like a subliminal message, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it has like the Hebrew number six, like three times on it, and she was like, that's why you shouldn't be drinking those. You're giving money to the devil, and I was like, I'm just. Bro, it's an energy drink. Yeah. Like some things are not as deep as people make them seem to be, and like my parents were like that they're not like that anymore thank god but they used to be like that and so when i was 12 or no when i was like 10 or 11 my parents gave me my first phone oh <laughs> and i went ape shit wild with it hell yeah i had access to the internet uh my parents weren't like heavily monitoring what i was doing yeah and i went crazy so i started listening to you know music that my parents would not have let me listen to under their supervision and i just honestly i went crazy mm-hmm. you know i digested all of this world that i was never aware of mm-hmm. because the only things that i knew up until that point were things that my parents taught me which were all like under the doctrine of the bible basically right sure so at that point I just, you know, I digested all of this information, all of this music, pop culture, everything. And I went, honestly, I went crazy with it. And at some point, a lot of it fed me, like, just, I was like, God isn't real. I don't know how I got there. Yeah, that's how it happened. That, I don't know how I got there. I yeah. really don't. But I just, I was like 12 years old at that point, And I was like, I don't believe in this anymore. Like, yeah. it just sounds ridiculous. And... Honestly, a little bit was ridiculous. Like, you know, why can't I listen to Taylor Swift? Mm. Like, that's not even... So, I, love uh, her. <laughs> I resented I resented it a lot. And I literally went to the complete opposite. Uh-huh. And I went and... I, that's I was weird. That like, happens to a lot of people, though. Yeah, that's the thing. But, the, but with... Uh, a weird thing is with me, it was... Uh, is after the, Before, I wasn't really that... Not that I wasn't that religious... I just never really kind of like stepped my questioned foot. Questioned it? Like questioned it. I just that like, was me. I was like, I went to church, you know, I told people, yeah, I believe in God, but I was never like active, crying. I, I was mm-hmm. just the guy in the I back. I was just there. I was just there. I, I, I went because my parents took me. Yeah, I would just go, but my parents had took me to a Bible camp and they were like, look, and the thing is with the Bible camp, no phones, you're, you're sleeping in bunks, you have no connection to your family. Until like the halfway mark, but I was there mm-hmm. for a month, with no connections to anybody, and ha- I was forced to like, not I wouldn't say forced, but in a way forced to like, conversate with people I don't know. Yeah. Never met these people in my life. I would say that yeah, they're really good people. They're really awesome, except for a couple. A couple of them were a little weird. I'll talk about that later. Uh, probably on this podcast or a different podcast, but. Uh, but yeah, I was just fed all this knowledge and had these experiences there that were just too much for me to handle. Like for for that amount of time, people have a hard time speaking in tongues for years of their life. They've never done it. I've never done it. But for me, it happened in a month like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
but it, it for me like there was a, after that point in my life where it was just I, I felt overwhelmed by it I was like okay God's real God's this God's that mm-hmm. and give it a couple months freshman year probably my first semester I was like okay yeah God's not real literally yeah I don't know. Like six months later or what? Yeah. That's crazy. I, I was like... Like uh, a whole turnaround. It took me like a couple of years to come to the conclusion, or like at the time, come to the conclusion and, that and, God wasn't real. And it's this, it took me like three years, I and, think. And it was this weird like, it's the same thing like you, like this weird like techni- technological, like you, you jump into something and you're like, hmm... And then you watch one video. Yeah, it's like a rabbit hole. So like three years for me. For me, it was in a span of like a couple months. I would watch like, uh, atheist talk video. Exactly. Yeah. And those people, there was this one that I watched. And read their arguments. Yeah. And never actually, I would literally only listen to their arguments, like atheist arguments, and never, honestly, never sit down and listen to somebody else like listen to somebody who is religious and listen to their argument yeah like i and even though maybe um i I remember maybe like there was a a creation debate or something like that yeah yeah, yeah, with bill nye and like a pastor someone else and i was was still i was still an atheist at that time and i was sure i was technically listening well no i was hearing what the pastor was saying Mm mm-hmm but I wasn't listening to what he was saying. And to this day, I don't know if he was right or wrong because I still haven't gone back to it. But that was my ignorance. The fact that I was just like, it doesn't matter what he says, he's wrong. Yeah. Because I was so like extremely into this atheism thing. Yeah. And you start like, you start like around that time, I just started like questioning like mm-hmm. everything. I was, and for certain little things, I would get angry about them. And I would, and the people that I would watch on YouTube. They will ask certain questions that pique my interest. And I'd be like, he got a point. He got a point. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's when it started, like, how, how did this person influence me than what I had already seen? Literally. Literally with your eyes. With my eyes. An experience for yourself. Not just yeah. seeing other people speak in tongues, but you were. Speaking in tongues. And it was yeah. weird. I, I still can't explain that. It's It's this weird, like. It's like a weird brainwash kind of spiritual, thing. like. It, I, like, there's there's a difference between, like, people dipping their toes into, like, seeing other pe- people speak in tongues. Yeah. And then there's people that, like, for me, I just drowned in it. You did it. Yeah, like, I did it. So how was the Bible camp? It was weird, dude. Like, it was fun. But when it came down to, like, the nitty-gritty and stuff, wow. Like, my mind wasn't that much filled with bible knowledge theology and just that overall experience was crazy but you know when you're when you're forced to talk to other people you don't know they're kind of almost in the similar shoes as you some of them are a little airheaded you know they're not all that smart in things that they believe in one person did witchcraft one person's pretty sure he's gay you know we all had different backgrounds we all had just different backgrounds and it was just weird to see them all intertwine and me just to see it happen you know mm-hmm. but i i would say i got really close to all of them but uh bible camp was a trip <laughs> so they uh first day of bible camp i got dropped off and we talked to like the the leaders and the the pastors and stuff mm-hmm. and he's like oh your kids are in good hands don't worry we're gonna take care of them and it, it, they set up like this uh they set up these uh these point systems where you wear a necklace and however many beads you get you get a uh you get to do certain like prayers in the morning and people people in random in different parts of the day whenever we would eat they would pick someone to pray for the food and and it got so it like it got to the point where i was giving sermons for like an hour hour sermons honestly it's you know what i mean religion is so weird i don't know i I've seen people speak in tongues. I've never experienced it myself. I maybe never gave the... I never gave God, I guess, the chance to do stuff like that with Mm -hmm. me. I always felt very skeptical. When I was a kid, for example, growing up, I was just there. 
I was just there. Mm-hmm. And then later on, since I was like an atheist, I feel like I just closed my mind off that. And as I start slowly started becoming a little bit more open-minded about it, um, I would, for example, like feel God and I would cry a little bit and then stop myself. Mm. Because I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this or if I want to do it or what yeah. it is. Like I would that, literally that... be like, uh-uh, like I'm not doing this right now. Like literally I would feel something Mm -hmm. you know it's like a weird little like your body feels like fuzzy you feel like this weird feeling going down from your head all the way down to your toes and you literally just want to put your head up and you start crying for no reason yeah and i wouldn't let myself do that yeah that's what happened with me uh so i've never i've never experienced god that extreme yeah there during that camp there was this uh there was this one night where uh we were out we were, i think we were eating and um the a couple pastors from a different church they they walked in on us having uh our sermon mm-hmm. i think one of the one of the kids or one of the people that my age were giving a sermon for like an hour or whatever mm-hmm. so he was doing his thing giving a sermon and uh uh we had uh this one guy he's a little disabled he's a little slow um but uh he for disabled people in like the whole like religious community Mm -hmm. they say that they have certain uh they have powers i've never heard that no that they like yes they may be blind but they can hear spirits in the room or maybe Mm -hmm. yeah maybe they're maybe they're uh deaf but they could see uh entities walking Mm -hmm. so for for this guy he was a a little mentally not there but he was really fun you know just just a happy guy and uh uh, these pastors come in and they start talking to um, the people that were taking care of us, like the the leaders or the I forgot what, the ushers. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they're called. Yeah. So they start talking to the ushers, like, "Hey, um, we don't know you guys, um, but w- we were giving a Bible study, and we had gotten a message saying that we need to come here." A message? Yeah. What do you mean a message? Like, God told them to come to that church. Oh, okay. And it was weird. It was like a, fr- it was like a Friday or like a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I was so confused. I was like, how would they know that people are here on Wednesdays? You know what I mean? Yeah. So they came and they started telling us like, whatever. Like, yeah, like, God told us to come here. They say that something's in this, like, in, in the places that we were sleeping, it was on the bottom. It was uh, kind of like the dining area. Yeah. Slash like a uh, room where they have meetings and stuff and mm-hmm. rooms. And the upstairs was just the bunks. So they start, uh, they start talking to us about it. And um, they're like, yeah, there's just something here that we feel is not safe that shouldn't be here. Like an entity or yeah, they feel, spirit. They feel weird energy yeah. here that they had to come. So they they start uh, uh, the forgot this is called Sam the mentally disabled guy okay right so Sam starts freaking out he starts saying that he's seeing things move in the hallway like he starts spazzing out like he's a normal calm guy but he was so jittery and he was sitting next like anxious he was anxious he was looking around and he he would be giving little murmurs like looking around like really like concerned and I thought maybe like he doesn't know them he was just freaking out. Mm-hmm. But he started looking at a certain room. And he was sitting right next to me. He was just looking at a room. And just start, like, s- slowly scratching at his thigh. I was like, oh, something's up, dude. Like, And at that time, like, I, I could feel certain energies. Mm-hmm. That's what, like, at the time, I didn't know what the energy of a room was or energy of, like, spirits. Mm-hmm. But I just felt something really, like, hot and, like, warm all over my like body. Like something wasn't like right. Like something wasn't right. And, um... Then uh, one of the old, he was a little bit older. He was still learning with us, but mm-hmm. he he was telling us why one of the other kids left. The kid was younger. This he said that he went to walk to the restroom one night when he was in the bunks, and he felt something scratch his back. Mm-hmm. He looked behind him, thinking it was like a friend, like one of us, and it wasn't. And he ran to the restroom and he was crying. And then the next morning, uh. Uh, we didn't have phones, so he couldn't call us. He had to walk down the dark hallway. Jesus. To go get one of us. And he, uh, they were saying that he had scratches all over his back. You know? 
and that's that that freaked me out more. So they bring us upstairs to go pray mm-hmm. over the place to make sure everything's gone. And we were praying probably for like a good hour and a half. And for me, it for me it was like a fight or flight mode because for me, yeah, I had other people to be there with me, but I was so far into this whole God realm, spirit realm or whatever. Yeah, I feel like you were in a forced rabbit hole. Yeah. Like you were thrown into Bible camp for a month. So as you were ingesting all this stuff, you were like really in it. Yeah, uh, I was so, like so in it. So I started like before I couldn't speak in tongues. Yeah. So we started praying really hard and I'm crying and bawling because one, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I'm scared of what's there, what people see. And it sounds like something out of a movie too. Yeah. And you're it sounds like a, a horror movie. Yeah. And if you're experiencing that you're like And I'm hearing these little bits of information all at once from mm-hmm. someone that's mentally ill telling not me that mentally ill. Well not I don't know how to say it. To say mentally handicapped. Mentally handicapped. And he's telling me that he's seeing stuff in the room and I look and I just feel icky, like you know? Mm-hmm. So, and that happens, the pastures are there. It's just things are, shit is adding up, you know? Little bits of different scenarios and yeah. stuff. So, we go upstairs to the bunks or whatever, and we go into a certain room. It was like uh, like Jersey Shore, like the living room. Like, they have a couch, a TV, mm-hmm. movies. A uh, living area. Yeah, a coffee maker on the side and a yeah. little whatever. And uh, we're in that room, and we're all praying, and all in one room. Pastors, mm-hmm. we don't know, uh, ushers, all the other people. We're all in a circle praying. Mm-hmm. And I start crying like hardcore. I'm bawling. I'm, I feel mocos, you know, galling all over my shirt. And uh, give it like an hour and everyone's speaking in tongues. There's this one guy that couldn't, but I wasn't too sure if it was like faith-based. I still don't know. He he couldn't speak in tongues, but they say he, that. Was, he was so angry at, the day after that he couldn't speak in tongues because everyone could. Well, they say that speaking in tongues is is not for everybody. At least the church that I went to, um, yeah. people always said that not everybody has the gift of speaking in tongues. Everybody has a different gift. Yeah. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't for you, but still, that's really weird. Yeah, so... And honestly, speaking in tongues, if you're not the person speaking in tongues, and you're just, um, like, a witness, it's really weird. It's odd. It's such such a weird thing to see. And I wish there was more examples, like, videos on the internet. There isn't. But there really isn't, because I know I've tried to find, like, a video to show other people, like, Uh what I'm trying to... People don't, people don't know what it, that means. Exactly. A lot of people don't know what speaking in tongues is, which is really weird. And speaking in tongues is basically when, um, I guess, you feel the Holy Spirit and it comes so intense that he talks through you. He mm-hmm. uses you as, like, a vessel, basically. And he starts talking through you. So you have no control over what comes out of your mouth. You're just saying stuff but for the most part it's in a completely different language that you have had no No. knowledge of like for example if you speak english you'll start uh speaking in tongues and you'll speak hebrew arabic any language and you don't even know what you're saying it's just coming out of you and Mm -hmm. sometimes i've never felt it but i know from other people's experiences that they can't control it yeah like it just comes out like they can't stop talking yeah and that that's exactly what happened so i start speaking in tongues and i'm bawling i'm speaking in tongues and it's this weird imagine you being shocked by electric like electricity but it's your whole body it's this weird fuzzy dreamy like state where everything doesn't almost feel real and i just feel it all the way from my toes to my fingertips just this like vibrant like if like I, an aura kind of like an aura and i remember opening my eyes and because uh, i was crying and i was closing my eyes and i was speaking in tongues and i started laughing hysterically like i i sounded like a madman like i was laughing so much and i was just filled with joy so I, it felt colorful and fuzzy and just i don't know how to ex- it's it's hard explaining that feeling mm-hmm. to someone else who's never experienced it so, I started speaking in tongues, and um, I fell. I fainted. 
I knocked out. And I, I, it, it didn't hurt. That's the thing. It didn't hurt when I hit my head. I've seen that. Like, it's weird because I've never experienced it, you know, firsthand. But when I used to go to church, I used to do, like, the computer stuff. So even... I felt a little bit protected in a way. Mm-hmm. So I would sit, like, you know, I would do the computer and the sound and all that. And since I was doing that, nobody looked at me. Mm-hmm. I was just back there. But I would see everything going on, like, in front of me. Yeah. And I always thought it was... It's weird to see people literally faint and hit the ground really hard. And they have no reaction. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't... Like, I don't know. It's really... Like, their body, you know, sometimes you hit yourself and you're... I mean, ow, or anything. Yeah. And they don't. They just fall on the ground. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Yeah, it, it, it didn't hurt. I hit my head really hard, but it almost... I laughed at it, though, when I was on the floor. I was laughing, and it just felt just this vibrant energy all around me. And I opened my eyes, and I see everybody having, like, an aura around them, like, this weird glowy mm-hmm. aura around them. And I was very conf- I, 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 I In my head at that time, I was just like, this is what I'm supposed to be feeling and seeing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if you're showing me this, go for it, you know, yeah. whatever spirit it is, you know. And, um, and I start crying and speaking in tongues, but I couldn't stop. Mm-hmm. And that's something that y- you were saying that's really true, that I couldn't stop speaking in tongues. And, uh, and my brother, my twin brother, he, start, he started crying. And he couldn't speak in tongues, but he, he was able to translate what I was saying. You know what I mean? When you were speaking in tongues. When I was speaking in tongues. He was crying. He was crying because of what I was saying. And he was, uh, he came up to me. And And it's weird because not even you know what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying, but he's telling me that I'm saying like kingdoms coming or whatever. Or the water is rushing or something like that. You know, like water is rising. That is scary. Yeah. And um, in my head, uh, at that time, I was like, what's going on? You know, like. And I started speaking in tongues, and my brother's telling me this. People are saying they're seeing things. Things are people are saying things are leaving, and and uh, I couldn't stop. Me, it was me and my. How long did that go on for? Um, we started praying for an hour and a half, and then after it was probably like eleven at night. So they're like, okay, everybody, go to bed, go to your rooms. I couldn't stop crying even when you went to your room i couldn't i wasn't able to go to my room everybody left to the room but i kept speaking in tongues and dancing and jumping jumping and dancing and speaking in tongues and crying and i i wasn't in my head i wasn't thinking like oh i'm gonna keep doing this it was just my body just doing its own thing yeah and like it's like courtesy that when you're in a church and you see somebody doing that you don't mess with them yeah like you don't, um, like, you can leave, but you don't tell them, like, hey, stop. Yeah, it's Like, over. that's not a... Yeah. Like, in church, you don't do that. Yeah. And, um, and I kept on, not even joking, another three hours pass. And I'm just like that. So, how long total? Like, four or five hours. Jesus. It was two or two or three in the morning. And, and I, did you stop it, or did it slowly... Okay. No, it couldn't go away. Mm-hmm. And there was this other guy that was in the room with me, but he kept on speaking in tongue, but he couldn't stop. So it was both of you? It was both of us. Okay. And uh, we were just laughing and crying and just talking in tongues with each other. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing is, is that um, our, our usher, Smiley, he came up to us and he's like, hey guys, like, I, like, we know that what's happening right now, but everybody's got to go to bed. You what? Know? He, he, he didn't say it like he wasn't mad. But he was yeah. like, you, you know, like, like you can keep going all you want. We can do this in the morning if you want. But right now, like, let's try to calm our spirits down. And what? What? Why are I've you... never heard of that. Okay, yeah. Like, but the thing is, like, when you, I understand when it's an hour and a half, you stop. But we weren't stopping. Well, for example. Like, if we reason... were to keep going, yeah. it'd be, we'd be, and somebody had to watch over us, too. 
Yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? The reason why I find that really weird is because um, when I was younger and we used to go to my grandpa's church because he was a pastor, uh, what happened, it wasn't even, like, that intense. Well, how can I say this? So we had a service and whatever, blah, 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 worship, you know, sermon, whatever. This lady was feeling, like, the Holy Spirit. But it was, you know, at least you guys, it was, like, in a group, right? It was just her going like you know speaking in tongues and jumping and like dancing and stuff like that just her but it went really far i guess like it was just literally just her and she went up on the altar took away the microphone from one of the singers and started speaking in tongues in the microphone Uh while he was like trying to sing yeah so and he didn't want to take it away from her he was like you know, he just let it happen. And then um, they still continued, like, the service. And she was still up on top of the altar, like, jumping around the entire altar from, mm. like, moving around. So you like know? a wireless mic or what? No, there's wires everywhere. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how. A long wire. But, <laughs> yeah. But she was jumping everywhere. They're still singing. They're doing whatever. And they're about to finish the service. And they didn't finish it because she wasn't done. Mm. They waited for her to be done. I think we uh, we were there from, like, I know the service ended at, like, 10 p.m. Mm. Normally, the service started at, like, 6 or 7, I think. I don't mm. really remember. But the what I'm saying is basically, like, at least in what I've seen, it's rude. Like, you don't stop them. Yeah. You let them do whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just thought that was weird that he did that. Yeah um but yeah he he was like okay guys like it's it's a beautiful thing what's happening here like i'm all here for it i could be here all night uh but everybody needs to go to bed right Mm -hmm. but he wasn't saying that to discourage us or whatever but the the weird thing is is that me i forgot his name let's call him mike mike let's call him mike so me and mike start speaking in tongues and what's funny is that me and mike have the same bump so I'm on the bottom part. He's on the top bunk. Okay. And he, he, me and him would be talking, but in tongues. Like a conversation in tongues. Like and laugh. When you were already in the room? In the room. It was me, him, Smiley, and what? someone else. Uh, so me and Mike, he would like look down under my bunk. Mm-hmm. And I, I would be sitting up and we would just have a conversation in tongues. In a different language. In a different language we didn't know. And we would be laughing. And you didn't know what you were saying? No. Not at all. We were laughing, giggling, and having a conversation in tongues. That's, that's insane. Then, uh, well, before that, our, our uh, friend Smiley, he told us, okay, let's... let's we know that you're speaking in tongues, but let's try to bring back English because he's had experiences where people can't get out of speaking in tongues. Yeah. Like, let's try to bring your English back, son. Like, you know, so he, he started talking to me and like, okay, should I say this sentence? And I was speaking in tongues, laugh, and then try to say the, and then something like blah, blah would come out, you know? Like you couldn't. I couldn't. Like my tongue. Like you could You genuinely. I genuinely could. couldn't. Like I knew what he was saying. I could understand what he's saying, but my mouth couldn't process those words out and that was so weird like for me to be thinking okay let's try to say this and gibberish would come out that was so weird to me mm-hmm. and me and mike when we start having a conversation he's well that was weird too well let's keep in mind that it's not gibberish because i feel like i don't know what it is because for people listening that i know, know. <laughs> i know it sounds like really weird and that it's gibberish I don't, I don't know if it is or if it isn't, but it's like a thing in, you know, with Christians that it's, I guess it's been proven that it's actually another language. Yeah. So let's keep that in mind because I feel like lots of people, okay. if they don't understand it, they automatically assume like, oh, they're just, they're just saying whatever, they're just saying whatever. And, yeah. and it's like a pseudo effect, which it's not. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, and for me, it was always like these three certain words that I would always say. Mm-hmm. And then after it'd be something totally different. But it was, it was always these three certain like. Like a phrase. Phrase. Like you kept repeating. Kept phrase. 
it'd be that it'd be uh that phrase and then something afterwards mm -hmm. but the sentence would feel really long like if i was trying to explain something mm -hmm. um but in my like we were just talking in tongues together we were just vibing you know like <laughs> and uh, we we're just laughing at what we were saying it's like oh my god that's crazy like what's going on like but we it wasn't like we were trying to have a conversation mm -hmm. but it felt like our tongues were trying to have a conversation about something you know and the next morning we wake up and i'm thinking okay i wake up in the morning talk english and i can just talk about what i felt yeah couldn't talk english when you woke up when i woke up eight hours later it was like 10. so you did fall asleep i fell asleep i didn't that night i didn't dream anything I, I, I was thinking i was gonna dream about god or something like that yeah revelations or whatever nothing woke up sorry and i, I was like hey mike in it like i, I tapped him because he was still asleep and snoring and i was looking at him like hey wake up right mm -hmm. but my mouth spoke in tongues he he's facing the wall mm -hmm. on, on the top bunk he turns around laughs like haha and it speaks in tongues too what? and he's he's pointing him at himself like if he's like with like i guess sign language or whatever like me too mm -hmm. <laughs> and we start laughing like oh my god and then mm -hmm. we start talking in another language again and we're just laughing so when did it go away it went away when smiley was like okay let's try to fix this because mm -hmm. if we can't fix this we don't know what to do yeah that's, <laughs> it's really weird but slowly I talked in English, and then after I would throw in a little, some, like a phrase or yeah. something, and and then and then it stopped. But it was just weird. That was a weird experience. Do I believe in magic? Yes. Do I believe in spirits and different realms? I don't know if I believe yeah. in magic. I just know that I couldn't deny anything spiritual for sure. Yeah. There was this one guy at that Bible camp that did witchcraft. Mm-hmm before he converted or he he was raised in the church but in a moment he was so angry at god that he went to witchcraft yeah and uh he was showing me texts on how he got this one girl but he did a, a spell What? he did a spell with a tree and a red ribbon and he went to the tree did a spell and put some weird cloves i don't know what he did but he like an eye. i don't know man like this weird like stuff he put it on a tree uh left the girl's name on a ribbon and or in a red ribbon and put it on the tree and then a week passed and the girl that he liked that didn't really like him started hitting on him first and he was showing me the messages that was weird yeah. too and he was telling me how he was at church and he was possessed at church when they were praying over him because they knew what was going on he had like the everybody knew that he was like the goth kid at school or at, mm -hmm. at church and so they at his church they started praying for him and he has this power of like hercules dude yeah like mm -hmm. he said that the pastor was trying to pray over him he, he, he they said that he, he 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 said he blacked out he couldn't remember he just woke up and everybody was scared of him in that state mm -hmm. like he fainted something took over his body and then he woke up confused but he felt so exhausted and his, he was a really big guy so his blood pressure was like going super yeah. hard and um, they were saying that somebody was trying to touch him. That touched him. He turned around, grabbed him, and Threw chucked them. him across the room. Like, yeah. he flew across the room and hit the wall. And that's where I start thinking, like, some stuff is real, dude. Like, I don't like this idea when people were like, yeah, nah, that's not real. Yeah, I think that's the reason why, um, well, for me personally, I feel like I was a atheist for probably up until my freshman or sophomore year of high school mm -hmm. it was it only took one experience for me to remember why my parents believe in god you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i uh there was a a time where i i loved going to church not that i, I don't know it was really weird not that i liked going to church i like going to the extra events like the you know they would all eat together or the youth was gonna go to i don't know whatever it doesn't matter right because they always had these events kind of outside of church that were not like an actual service it was just mm -hmm. people hanging out and stuff like that right and at the time my mom was a uh she was like the leader of the women's ministry at our church 
And I used to love going with her because they would uh, basically all get together, but try to make it meaningful. Like, they didn't just want to go to the church and then eat, right? They wanted to make it meaningful. So what they would do is have a conversation, right, Mm -hmm. about let's say a certain verse in the bible and then everybody would discuss it what it means to them stuff like that just talk about it have girl talk but have it revolve around the bible right like talk about your personal experience or how god whatever how god has done for you etc and at the end that was basically like it would take about an hour an hour conversation between the woman and then after that everybody would eat together and I loved going. And a lot of these women uh, would take their kids, mm-hmm. right? And I would take care of the kids. So I would go... The way that it's set up is that it's like a cafeteria area kind of thing. Dining area, whatever you want to call it. That's where they would do their thing. But connected to that big uh, dining area, there are some rooms. There are other doors, right, that lead to rooms and I was inside of basically the pastor's office. Mm-hmm. And inside of his office, I would just take care of the kids. Right? Like, we were just in there. There's literally, it's a small room. Like, it's an office. You know, there's a desk, a chair, and like a table. Right? Right. There's nothing there. So I would just take care of the kids there. But we didn't, it, it was only an hour. So all I really had to do was just be with them for an hour, put something like on an iPad, and they would get entertained or something. Right. Right? So what happened on this particular day was that it usually, you know, I, my mom has done multiple of those little things over and over again over the course of, I don't know how many years. So I was already very used to it. It was only supposed to be an hour long. I knew the drill. And then this particular day, it had a, it was going on like two hours, hmm. and they were still like going at it, right? And since I'm with kids, I'm not really paying attention to what they're saying because the walls are pretty thin. So I was with the kids taking care of them, and then there's this my, one of my mom's closest friends. She's a very happy woman, very lively, cheerful. You know, she's a hairdresser. So if that gives you any <laughs> like of, you know, the kind of person that she is, she and there bougie. you go. <laughs> you know, uh as she walks in there and she's like I'm literally by the way, I was like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Kayla, whatever you do, lock this door and don't unlock it. It doesn't matter who it is, do not unlock it. Like don't." Right? She was like I'll let you know when you can unlock it. And I was like, okay. Like, I've never seen her so serious. She looked very, I don't know, intense. Frazzled. I was like, (laughs) okay, okay, (laughs) Vettel, right? (laughs) And keep in mind, most of the kids that I have, they were like three, Uh four-year-olds, five-year-olds, impatient kids who, yes, they can be in a room for an hour, but they cannot be in a room for more than two hours. Yeah, They need to go outside. They're getting impatient. They want to go with their mom. They want to, you know? Yeah. And so I'm there, and the second oldest person that was there was probably like 12, I feel like. And uh, we were, it was just me and her, we're trying to control all these little kids in there and stuff. And we're like, what in the world is going on? Like, in that moment, we just looked at each other and we're so confused. Uh-huh. And then later on, um, we were just hearing a bunch of weird noises. Like, the walls were thin, but I heard mumbles. Sure. And, like, you know, things hit a wall or this or that. And I was just so confused. And in my head, I knew what was happening. I knew what was happening. I just... My job in that moment was to be with those kids. You get what I mean? And if they start to feel scared, if they start to feel panicked, then I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Sure. So I was just trying to entertain them. Even though in the back of my head, I kind of knew what was going on. I was just trying to be like, here, watch this. Do this. Do this. Like, I'm literally in an office. There are no crayons. There's nothing. I'm trying to get, like, pieces of paper (laughs) and give them a pen draw 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 stars something it doesn't (laughs) matter right like i'm trying to entertain them and next thing you know like three hours had passed i should have i should have been home at like 9 30 no not even maybe like eight because it's like an hour long okay and if it's from seven to eight i should have been home like at let's say 8 30 right right i got home at 11 o'clock that night and it was so weird because (laughs) so um we Vero eventually like a couple hours later she knocks on the door and she's like okay whatever come out right we go out and um the tables are all moved to the side 
all the chairs are like already put up and i was like are we gonna eat <laughs> oh my god oh yeah because you guys always eat right yeah like like, like after like with conchas and coffee yeah and stuff. coffee whatever and um they were like we're not gonna eat but there's food so if anybody wants to take plates to go go ahead serve yourself but we're not eating here i was like okay whatever serve my plate and then um i get in the car with my parents and nobody talks the entire time my parents are the type of people who don't like listening to music don't like listening to the radio because they they would rather talk to each other like they never listen to music they need to talk in the car and so i thought that was really weird because there wasn't even music going on and it wasn't until we were like five minutes away from the house that i was like so are we like not gonna talk about what's going on it's literally like 11 at night Uh right and then my mom told me what happened right and she told me that um during their study or whatever conversation whatever they were doing they were going over this verse i don't know what it said right and they were my mom since she was a leader she was asking like does anybody have anything they would like to you know talk or you know a prayer request or anything right and uh this one lady who was a visitor she i don't know who brought her but she was just there she was she just kept like arguing with her in a way like my mom would be like god loves all of us and she would be like um then why would he let me be abused Hmm. why would he let me be raped why would if god loves me then blah 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 and it's kind of like why would you go if you're gonna like be angry you get what i mean like that doesn't make any sense so she just kept on getting more like angry and more upset and just questioning everything and being very aggressive in her speech sure. and the way that she was presenting herself like if god really loved me blah 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 blah. she was like uh something about she had mentioned that she had been raped and that she had been abused physically and emotionally that she's suicidal that she's depressed and all these things and at some point um i think the the pastor's wife was there and she she felt that something more important was happening Mm -hmm. so she goes up to her and she puts her arm on her shoulder and then in that moment that lady literally just like hit her so hard Uh right and then i feel like in that moment was when everybody was like oh this is it uh, this isn't a normal yeah like a normal reunion or whatever get together so and by the way since they make food my dad was there too and the pastor they were outside making barbecue they were vibing outside they were making barbecue outside right so uh forming on the grill yeah it was just them <laughs> too right and keep in mind the pastor's my uncle oh my god so uh, <laughs> at some point i think somebody i think it was vero uh-huh. who which is my mom's friend she's the one who went outside and goes up to my dad and the pastor being like we need you guys inside like now and the thing about things like these is that if you are not strong in your faith do yourself a favor step out and leave yeah because if you think that you're like you're shaky you think you're like shaky you don't really know if you're like good with your faith you're like "Mm, i believe but i'm not a good like i'm not strong in my faith yeah then just honestly leave because if you stay there you're opening doors for things to follow you home exactly yeah so they go inside and whatever and my mom tells me that uh the pastor asked the question if anybody does not want to be here you need to leave and be honest with yourself right now if you were if your faith isn't strong leave nobody's gonna judge you yeah nobody's gonna judge you just do yourself a favor and leave because we don't need any other commotion right Mm -hmm. so um well they basically did an exorcism in the room right next door to my room when i'm with a bunch of kids Mm -hmm. they were it was a lot of people left it was the people who stayed were my mom my dad my grandma um the pastor the pastor's wife and i know some other people but i don't you know it wasn't that many people it was less it was like eight people who stayed Mm -hmm. maybe nine or ten and they my mom i don't remember the entire story but my mom was telling me that she was like vomiting that she was looking straight into people's eyes like if she had no fear of them she was on the yeah. floor she was on the floor kicking people she was hitting people she was like it took like eight people to hold her down yeah from moving from cuz she kept fighting from 
you know fighting against us pushing us she was trying to get into our heads like for example um she would look into my mom's head and know her vulnerabilities know and for say example, them in front of everyone and say them in front of everybody mm-hmm. and my mom would be like how does she know like that? how did she know that how does she know that whatever it doesn't matter right like nobody knows that or things like that mm-hmm. you know basically trying to get inside their heads and try to shake their faith right yeah but uh my parents are very religious people they're very strong in their faith you can't really get them out of that and it honestly took like three hours and all i was hearing was like murmurs and just like hitting because apparently she was like they were um again like in the dining room there's two rooms connected to it the office and then just another room like empty room sure and uh she went in there and she was like pushing and hitting and yelling and like she vomited well that's how they knew that she it had it was over when she vomited but like they were saying that it was crazy and for me i wasn't personally there but again you feel it like yeah like how you said i felt icky like something's wrong something is going on i don't like the sounds that i'm hearing like things start to add up in your head and i was just like in this job in this job (laughs) in this moment i have to prioritize these kids yeah because i do not need an incident where one of these kids gets away from me because they want to go with their mom you get what i mean yeah and like the thing is is that some of their moms had even had to leave Mm -hmm. they couldn't open the door because you get what i mean yeah they're kids so we were i don't know it was really weird so uh it was just insane and to this day and it was on a monday night Uh so the next day i had to go to school Mm. and i felt so anxious and i felt so nervous and it was so insane and like the weird thing is that i didn't see it but i didn't have to see it Mm -hmm. because i felt like I felt bad energy. I was hearing all these things. Energies then, are real, though. Yeah, and, and like, energies are real. And after that, um, I was no longer an. I I feel like I was never really an atheist. I feel like I was just telling myself that. Yeah. But in that moment, I was like, it reminded me why my parents believe in the things that they believe in, like the things that they've seen, the things that they've heard, and then I was hearing it too. Mm-hmm. So it felt really real. Yep. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, at camp they told us like if there's ever an exorcism, if you don't feel strong in your faith, please leave. Yeah. Because uh, there's been the demon will go into, into you, you, and either you you will be like, okay, it's over. You go home and normal, normal, and then you mm-hmm. start noticing things at home. Yeah. That aren't supposed to be there. You start getting little antics, and uh, what's crazy at camp is they went into detail in like theology. They started talking to, like talking about like paganism and. How, like actual study yeah like study and taught us like demon names and uh angel names good spirits bad spirits what their names are and and it's this uh, it's this whole different realm of stuff you know mm-hmm. and uh for me like for me now uh i wouldn't say that like i'm a christian the idea of religion for me is i, I don't like the idea of re- like how can i explain it like i still have issues yeah like i still just because i am no longer an atheist and i guess i don't really even consider myself agnostic really i just consider myself to be like spiritual yeah i don't i still struggle a lot with church Mm -hmm. a lot i don't want to go to church like i still have some kind of resentment i don't like going i feel uncomfortable i feel like i don't belong i just i still have a lot of anger in me Mm mm-hmm like it sucks to say that i'm trying to work through it but i really do a part of me is still very angry at not necessarily god or jesus or religion or anything it's more so the church yeah same you know i'm not like i i love the idea of you know and that's the weird like, thing i love community like yeah. church with church comes community you have friends and stuff but that wasn't enough to keep me there yeah so it was just a lot of different, I guess, things that happened while you were there. Or certain feelings that you had towards, I and guess. I still remember them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, same thing with me. Um, for me, like, I, I grew up really close to church. I went to church, like, every Sunday. And 
I had those experiences that I had, but it's so weird that after that I denied every idea of I know what God was. It's and like was, you've seen it. I, I saw it with my own eyes and I felt it, and I still wanted to push everything away. You know, yeah. I don't know what I don't know if that signifies anything, or maybe I'm just gullible to things or what. But I like a state where I am now, where yeah, I still have my issues, but I know. Like, I know there's at least a higher power. There's spirits in different parts of the world. And we can all, um, we we all can ha- have certain energies at certain moments. And, you know, it's just, I, I like knowing that there's a higher power that's at least taking care of me. Yeah, and the weird thing about, like, the time that, you know, in which we're living right now is that this new age stuff is consuming everybody. Yeah. Do you know what new age is? like new age like religions or what just the idea of like new age the concept of new age no it's basically like um it's just a very general term for like the time like things that are going on right now we're living at in a time in which a lot of people are doing yoga a lot of people believe in crystals a lot of people believe crystal energy exactly things like that you know um, bikram like spiritual looking yeah i get you basically like we're living in a time full of like you know especially in like la like that's what they're known for basically like i don't know so for me honestly i did get consumed by that a little bit because Part of it makes sense. Crystals, not into them. Yeah. Personally, I never... Yoga, I do like it a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Because I just feel so connected to my body. Yeah. I feel like I pay attention to my body in ways that I used to not. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Like, for example, I do, I'll do a certain uh, pose and I feel... Like, when I do this stretch, I'm giving love to a part of my body that I never pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Or in that moment, I give some love to my hands, which, honestly, I have a lot of pain in my hands. I feel like I have, like, carpal tunnel or arthritis or something. <laughs> right. But in that moment when I'm doing yoga, I take the time out of my day to really focus on giving love to my body, not necessarily exercising it. Yeah. You get what I mean? So I do like doing yoga. Uh I stay away from, like, tarot cards yeah. for the most part. Um, I watch a YouTube video. I'm kind of convinced. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, and I, I wouldn't go up to psychics. I don't believe... Not that I don't believe in them. I believe they're real. Mm-hmm. I just... It's not for... That practice is not for me. Yeah. Um, what else? I don't know... I know there's a lot of other stuff. Yeah, there's a lot like of herbalism. Other. I feel like it's also a part of that. Mm-hmm. But I like I for know. me, like when I did that one, what that one video um, of that girl that was doing uh, what's it called that yoga where you you chant certain things and you hold your breath and I forgot I forgot what it's called, but uh, I tried doing one of those Kundalini. Kundalini. I did Kundalini yoga for a little for like for like one or two times and it was so weird like. Uh, that same spirituality feeling that you had with like doing yoga for me like when I was doing I don't have a spiritual connection to yoga that's the thing like like for me it felt not that it it, if like how can I say it felt spiritual to me for a moment when I started like certain like okay extend your breaths and do certain holds when I do yoga I I don't feel spiritual I I just feel like I'm paying attention to my body yeah yeah but i don't feel any like aura or i don't feel like yeah okay well for for me i I felt like that aura the the same Mm -hmm. feeling that i had when i was speaking in tongues and it it was just and for me when when i did that i was thinking like maybe at that moment it was just so much love that you know it's that i guess being so connected with you and uh and I guess, like, a good spirit, or maybe even yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And that you just felt this energy. And that's what I felt when I was doing the Kundalini Yoga. I felt so love uh, for my body and for what I was feeling at that moment that everything mm-hmm. felt so fuzzy and warm again, you know? Yeah, I've never had, like, a spiritual connection to yoga. 
but I do like doing it more so just as a practice, be like as I guess in a way of like self love to my body. Mm-hmm. I don't do it for anything else. I know a lot of people believe in yoga and like connecting it to other things. That's not for me. I don't, you know, crystals are not for me. I try not to dip my toes in tarot cards or um, psychics stuff like that. We just love the universe. Um, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that's just the one thing about me that like. For me, it's really... I admire all religions and what they do. It just so happens that Christianity is the one religion that I'm a little bit tied to because that's the one that I know the most about. Yeah. So, um, and honestly, for me, I do read the Bible, but sometimes I also read the Quran. Yeah. Sometimes I, you know, I, I fasted for four days. Because I really liked what the Quran had to say about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I did my toes in other religions, but I don't know. I get you. Like, I do, I just believe that there is a higher power. I don't know if it's God. I don't know if it's whatever. Yeah. I don't know what it is. You don't know if it's the Christian And I God love or... Jesus. Yeah. I yeah. don't, I'm definitely not the kind of person that's like, jesus jesus not real no that jesus died for us and forgave us for all our sins but i love what jesus stands for you know yeah he helped the oppressed he helped the marginalized he did you know he healed the sick he helped the poor everything yeah so i love what jesus stands for do i believe that he died for my sins i'm not sure yet (laughs) but I'm still going through this weird little journey of finding out what I believe in and what I don't. Mm-hmm. Especially because I don't condone hate. Yeah. So if... I don't know. And the Bible honestly has a lot of ugly, ugly things parts. in it. So I don't know. I That's why I don't consider myself a full-on Christian. But there are parts of the Bible that I love to read. And I feel happy when I read them. And I feel loved by God. And I feel, you know... Yeah. I feel like sometimes you need to surrender to God, to the universe, to whatever it is that you believe in and just let things happen. I believe that you have to let go of your ego. I believe it's important to be selfless, you know, but does that make me a Christian? No. No. We just love ourselves, uh, whatever higher power and the space around us. And that's it. (laughs) 